0: Hello, and welcome to the first edition of Slapshot 615. My name is Jack Woods along with Danielle Danina. Hi, guys. And we're here to give you a bi weekly progress report on the Nashville Predators. We are high schoolers by day and Nashville fanatics by night. A little yes,
1: bit. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> a
0: little bit about myself. I'm a, uh, I'm a senior at Centennial High School in Franklin, Tennessee, and I will be playing. Baseball at DePaul University in the fall of 2019
1: a little bit about myself I am a junior in high school at Clarksville high school I grew up doing gymnastics for 10 years and transferred into weightlifting and now I just focus on hockey (laughs) (laughs) consumes my life
0: (laughs) Well, let's get right into it. I believe Danielle will have our postgame recap from last night's Less than ideal matchup against the Winnipeg Jets Sure
1: it was a bad loss for the Preds last night as they dropped the two points 5-1 to to the Winnipeg Jets. The game started out not too hot. <laughs> so many turnovers, losses against the boards. The boys just couldn't seem to get control of the puck. Winnipeg netted the first two goals. Um, they had a goal taken away from them with a great offsides call.
0: What yes. did you say? Yes.
1: Phenomenal. Yes. Credits to video review for that one.
0: Lawrence, um, my man. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: Predators couldn't respond in the first period. Transferring into the second, Winnipeg scored again. Um, About 10 minutes later, Victor Arvidsson decided the net one for us, which was incredible. Big boost. Very Um, big, very big. Very big, yes. The energy in the building was phenomenal at this point, but after that, everything just seemed to kind of fall apart. All the battles against the boards were lost. We couldn't keep control in the neutral zone. There were so many turnovers. Speaking of turnovers, Kevin Fiala last night. Kevin
0: Fiala.
1: Oh, Kevin. He lost so many battles.
0: That's putting it very politely.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, it
0: is. That's putting it very politely. I appreciate that.
1: And I believe his turnover did lead lead to their third goal?
0: Third or fourth, yeah. Third or fourth goal. Turns it over in the offensive zone, chases him all the way down, and then René just left out to dry. That's right.
1: That's a good term to use. Um, Pekka was left out to dry last night. There was no help for Pekka, especially at the end of the second through the third. Mm -hmm. He was just out to dry. Out to dry. The defense wasn't helping. The offense couldn't find the back of the net. Hellebuck was incredible last night. The Predators did have some phenomenal shots, but Hellebuck was on. I mean, he always seems to
0: turn it on in Bridgestone Arena. In
1: Bridgestone Arena, for sure. There is never a game where he's off in Bridgestone. We
0: have beaten him... Twice mm-hmm. in two years at,
1: yeah. at Bridgestone, Yeah.
0: Including the playoffs? Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, that that's... playoff
1: series was
0: And a mess. For, for everybody who's freaking out right now, this is only the second time we played Winnipeg. And if it you is. remember the first time we beat them. We did. We beat them three to nothing. And that was a very loud statement and you it know was. no criticism at all from anybody. And then suddenly we lose this one. After, of course, an incredible win against Washington. And then it's but like we've completely forgot about what had happened not even two days earlier.
1: And the first game we played Winnipeg this year, the physicality was through the roof. What? That was yeah. the most physical game, one of the most physical games that we played this season. Absolutely. There was not a moment in that game where the boys set back at all. Mm-hmm. They were on it at all times. Mm-hmm. All time throughout that game. Mm-hmm. They didn't give up any board battles. They kept control. They found the back of the net. Mm-hmm. I think there were a solid three or four fights in that game. Mm-hmm. They were there to win it. Last night...
0: Sissons and Icon got him.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And last night, there was none of that. The energy was low. The boys couldn't hold it together.
0: Well, I mean, we hate to say it is what it is, but we got another game this Saturday. Uh, so... We just got to get back on the horse.
1: All you can do is move forward.
0: Yeah. The, well. Yeah. Now you sound like one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I do. I really do.
0: Well. So let's talk about the short guys. Yes. Victor Arvidsson.
1: Oh my. The dude. The dude. The dude. Arvi. Absolutely incredible. In Arvi's last seven games, he has a total of eight points, seven of those being goals. Three of those in one game for his hat trick against Washington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Uh, he got a shorthanded breakaway frosty goal.
1: He did. What's better than that?
0: Is that like the first that we've had ever for the night? Na- like, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, that's such a specific statistic. It is. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> shorthanded breakaway frosty I mean... Phenomenal. Just
1: the frosty part of it.
0: And then Rock of Gormaldi scores the goal of the, the year. Goal. The goal of the year, which, uh, I mean, yeah. I love that. And it's funny because only a day earlier, Kevin Fial and Arvidsson get into it at practice. They do. And Kevin with the slash. Slashes his hands during a drill. And, like, you know, emotions are high in practice, mm-hmm. and everybody's going as hard as they can. But it's just like... Really? Yeah. Really?
1: Do you think that that was his frustration against
0: himself? I don't know, but I do know that Arvidsson really must have said something to make him
1: mad. mad. Like I totally believe that, and, and Arvidsson I know had a hand
0: injury too. He did. It's like, why would you? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't
1: make sense. I mean, Kevin, I'm pretty sure you know as well as I know that he is frustrated right now. Very, very he frustrated. He is fourth on the team with 28 points. Ryan Johansson has 42. Matthias Ekholm has 36. Roman Yossi has 34. And then Kevin Fiala follows with 28 points. He has more points than Philip Forsberg, Craig Smith, Victor Arvidsson, Nick Benino, Colton Sissons. But when you look at the games, Philip Forsberg, Victor Arvidsson, they've been out. They've been hurt. Arvidsson is only four points behind Kevin Fiala, and Arvidsson has only played 25 mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, it's it's remarkable because everybody was calling for Fiala's head when he was on the first line. And yeah. it's like, that's your opportunity. That's your chance to be like, hey, you're going to call me this. out. I want this. I want this. I want to be the guy, and you're not going to call me out like this anymore. And he just kind of stumbled. And he couldn't.
1: Get it together.
0: Couldn't get it together, and you wonder why Craig Smith was still on the second line. You wonder mm-hmm. why guys like Colton Sissons, who is having a remarkably better year than the years past, and you wonder why he and Craig Smith and guys like that aren't getting that opportunity. I mean, Yarn Crow has – Cali Yarn who has 17 points this year, also dabbled on the first line, so did Ryan Harvin, but it's just like LaViolette chose Fiala.
1: He did, and – Kevin has the skill; mm-hmm. he's fully capable Absolutely. of producing, but it's Absolutely. mental. It's very mental. He can't get past himself and find the net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Brian Ellis is having a relatively low year. Low year, and he he has not played outstanding defense. But neither has Roman Yossi. The only difference between Yossi and Ellis is the 13 points. That's the. I mean, it took Ellis. It took Ellis a while.
1: It took him a long time to get on the board, but mm-hmm. one thing about Roman Yossi is his shot count. Yes, his shot count is absolutely incredible this year. He is Leads leading the team.
0: The team, and what's very, very, very strange about it is that only two forwards, two forwards, have over a hundred shots.
1: That's
0: Philip Forsberg insane. and Craig Smith represent.
1: What about Calgary?
0: Uh, Calgary, which is second in the league with guys like Johnny Goudreau, who has seventy-one points already. Five forwards have over a hundred shots. Five and a defenseman. So, I mean, I mean,
1: you compare that to us. We only have three guys. Three One guys being a over. defenseman.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but. Let's let's simply look at the roster. Craig Smith is by default a streaky player. Benino yes. and Colton Sissons and Hartman Watson. I mean, they are very defensive oriented. I mean, Benino has more defensive starts on the team than anyone, I agree. including a defenseman. And I mean, Cali Yarnkrow hasn't really had his breakout season yet. And arguably, this is Colton Sissons. Breakout year. I'm putting that in very, very, very big quotes, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's guys are scoring the way that they need them to, and they rely on Pecorine and UC Soros and their top four defensemen to sort of carry the team. And then that's why when Arvidsson goes on a streak like this, or whenever Forsberg will eventually go on a streak, and he will eventually, he go will, on, he will eventually, filthy fill. filthy Phil will eventually go on a streak. But like. That's what's that's what's driving the team. It's it just is. like streaks and defense. And I don't think that's going to be enough to prepare for a seven-game series in April. Or I don't either.
1: April. And there's a lot of speculation right now saying that Pekka Rene is the carrying force yeah, of the Predators. Yep, yep, I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. saying that without Pekka Rene, we wouldn't be in the top 15.
0: We absolutely I don't. Do not.
1: He carries the team. And I hate to put it that way, but you look at the stats. You look at how the skaters are producing. Without Pekka and without UC, I don't know where we would be right now. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. They're
1: absolutely phenomenal.
0: In UC Soros' last appearances, he has faced 147 shots and turned 141 of those away. Uh, In Rene's last five starts, he's seen 136 shots and turned 119 of those away. A lot of those being high danger.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: A lot of them being high danger, so a lot
1: of breakaways.
0: And you know, that's if it works fine. But what's your backup plan? What's the backup plan when one piece of that puzzle is missing?
1: It's it, it's mind boggling. It is <laughs> absolutely. That's when you need your top four defensemen to step up. And speaking of stepping up, Matthias Ekholm.
0: Yes. Yeah. What
1: can he not do?
0: Right now, I don't
1: think there's anything. He's one of the most versatile players on this team. I think if he were, if he just put skates
0: on his head and started shooting that way with his feet, he oh. probably... I mean, there's nothing this guy can't
1: do. Nothing at all. Offense, defense. He's a defenseman, but he's, he's second with points this year on the team. Mm-hmm. Behind Ryan Johansson with 42, mm-hmm. most being assists, Matias has 36 points at the halfway mark. He's already broken his records from previous years. Yep. This is the best year of his career. Mm-hmm. and He's arguably the best defenseman on this team right now. Right now,
0: very much so. We're wondering where uh, Ryan Ellis and P.K. Subban are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Yossi will pick up a point here and there. Uh, I have no complaints for Roman Yossi. I don't really have any complaints for uh, P.K. Subban either since he's missed so much. Yeah, um, he's
1: coming back good.
0: He's coming back. I guess it's the those three forwards, Cali Arnpro, Ryan Hartman, and Austin mm-hmm. Watson. There's got to be
1: more. There has to be more, 100%. I mean, you look at guys like Watson and Sissons. Mm-hmm. They bring that physicality to the game that mm-hmm. players like Kevin Fiala can't bring. Mm-hmm. But you take the physicality aside, what else are they doing right now?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, Benino is well on his way to having another good year. He is. Um, it's just, you know.
1: Austin Watson, speak of, mm-hmm. his shot block is incredible. Oh, yeah. He can block shots like nobody else. Mm-hmm. But when you look at production, there are not enough points coming from these guys. Mm-hmm. The team is relying Relying heavily <laughs> on Philip Forsberg and Victor Arvidsson right now. That first line. That's it. What what bothers me about that is
0: that when they break up the Jofa line, mm-hmm. when they say, "Hey Phil, I need you to start on the second line or "Hey Arby, can you go to the third line?" It's like that doesn't do anything. That does that. It doesn't do anything, and it's. They can't generate any offense, they and the, can. the first line with Forsberg and Johansson and Arvidsson. When they're together, they're the best.
1: They're the best, easily
0: Argu- one of the best in the league. Arguably the best in the league. Uh, I mean, obviously, I at- obviously, you know, the first line in Boston and Colorado. It's like, well,
1: yeah.
0: Th- there's some debate, but there's no debate that Ryan Johansson's. <laughs> Really got Mark Shovel.
1: in. Oh, head. yeah. Speaking that, uh, of, a two-game suspension mm-hmm. for that high stick. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it?
0: Yes, I can. I saw I saw it. It was not pretty. It was
1: not pretty. I uh, agree.
0: I don't think it was maliciously intentional, but there was...
1: There, he, he, there was he, a little bit of intention he, behind he, that. He meant to whack him in that He head. did.
0: He, he definitely meant to. Um... You know, it's it, it
1: looked pretty dirty to me. It did. I'm not going to lie. It definitely did. And speaking of him being gone for two games now, who do you think will take
0: Ooh. first line? Well, so now you're missing your first and second line center because we don't know when Kyle Turris is coming back. Yeah. Does anybody know
1: what's wrong? I don't, I don't think anybody does.
0: And he's he's been missing for a while, and he went missing in November. So now you're down your first center and your second center. So
1: Colton Sissons,
0: Colton Sissons, Cali Yarncrow, Nick Benino. I mean, yeah. Nick Benino is probably your best bet.
1: He's solid. I mean, but he hasn't seen says.
0: that. He hasn't seen the that many offensive yeah. zone starts. So it's like, well.
1: What about Colton Sissons? Colton, solid in the face-off circle. Very solid. Physical.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Colton Sissons has saw a little... He's not Ryan Johansson. No. By a By a... For a multitude of reasons. But, like, you know, he he can't control the puck as well as Ryan Johansson. But maybe that's the best bet. Maybe Yarncrow. Maybe he's the best bet. Mm-hmm. Um, gives him a boost and... But it's very clear what Nashville's going to have to do for the next two games, which is, here you go, Arvidsson. Here's the puck.
1: Here's the puck. Do what you do. Exactly. <laughs> do you what, see do what you Arvidsson do. You see and Philip Forsberg on a breakaway. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, whenever I see them going down the ice on a I'm breakaway. I'm standing up. I am, too. I'm standing up. At the game last night, Arvy had a breakaway, and the goal horn went off, and Hellebuck stopped it. Everybody <laughs> thought it was going in the net.
0: Which it's like, you know
1: That just shows how incredible these guys are. I seventy <laughs> or eighty percent of the time they're on a breakaway, it's going in the net.
0: Yep, and it's I mean what more can you say of the the goal horn guys tr-
1: horn guy. is trigger
0: happy about Victor Arts on a breakaway. That's that's pretty amazing. That's <laughs> <This>. <laughs> I love speaking that. of
1: our first line, do you think that the chemistry between those three is what really drives them
0: um
1: and warm-ups during the games every single game you'll see philip forsberg victor Arvidsson, ryan johansson they're always messing with each other
0: oh yeah Um, you send
1: joey and ravi to the corner and they're doing their big (laughs) brother little brother (laughs) (laughs) i mean these guys they love each other they play for each other
0: and whenever they score. You just – there's such it. elation and joy on their face, and Arvidsson's just buried in Johansson's <laughs> shoulder. It's just, Phil's just, like, slamming Arvia to the class. Yeah. and I mean, they, they genuinely love playing with each other. And I went to a morning skate before the Arizona Coyotes game back in November. Back That was, like, Phil's last game. Yeah. Before he was out for a while, and it was Fiala, Johansson – and Forsberg rushing together, and it didn't look right. It didn't look like they were really meshing well, and the thing about it is there's just something about it. When you have that line combination, when you know where your other guy is going to be, then it makes it... It It makes it so
1: much easier. It
0: makes it so much easier. You're able to elevate your play, and, you know, obviously chemistry plays into it, but... Where's the other chemistry Uh, and the other three lines? I mean...
1: Those lines get switched up so much,
0: they Mm -hmm. don't... We Mm -hmm. can't
1: find Mm -hmm. a lineup that works where they can build that chemistry. Mm -hmm. And we've Mm -hmm. had so much adversity with injuries this year that they're constantly having to shift and adapt, and they just can't seem to form that bond with each other. Right.
0: And the thing about the first line is that it's consistently good. Even when they're not producing, like... Victor Arvidsson, seven goals in In eight eight games. games. Or, like, when Philip Forsberg went on that streak two years ago, like, ten goals in five games. Mm -hmm. Back-to-back hat tricks. It's just, like, the third line was the best in the Colorado series. But Forsberg had a two-goal game. Arvidsson had a two-goal game. I mean, uh, the second line last year leading into the playoffs – where Turris comes in and suddenly yeah. Fiala and Smith are 20 goal scorers, and we wonder why. Well, they have a center who can diss them the pot. They do. Great, but guess who's also still producing? It's like, you know, it's uh, the, the chemistry and the production directly coincide each other.
1: Do you think that the absence of Kyle Turris is what's taking a toll on Kevin Fiala? Whenever we mm. got Kyle last year, that is when Kevin began to break out.
0: You know Turris is a smart hockey player. He's not incredibly smart. He's not necessarily the biggest or most physical The guy. most physical guy, but he makes smart decisions with the puck. And when he and Fiala and Smith, two guys that maybe aren't so great with puck decisions, get with an experienced guy like Kyle Turris coming from Ottawa, who by the way was a first line center in Ottawa. He was. Um Suddenly, it's like they start making better puck decisions and they start scoring. And, uh, you know, I think that has definitely taken its toll on Fiala, but we had full bodies minus Austin Watson at the beginning of the year and they weren't really doing much.
1: Yeah, and I think that the injuries this year have killed the momentum. I know they have killed the momentum. Mm -hmm. And something that I considered is you you have Jofa. Each guy is skilled. Each guy is fast. Mm-hmm. They're all physical. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team feeds off that energy. Right. And that energy is what pushes them to get better. Mm-hmm. We've had so many guys in and out this year that there's no driving force. Mm-hmm. They're having to find it in themselves.
0: Well, the f- take the fourth line, right? Yeah. Goudreau, Salamaki, and Grimaldi were the, was the best line for a stretch of 10 games.
1: Oh, absolutely incredible. Rocco Grimaldi has brought a certain intensity that we've been lacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the best decision to keep him around. <laughs> the best.
0: Yes. Short guys represent. Short guys. <laughs> I'm 5'9", by the way. I say that like I'm short, but I'm like, I'm not
1: really that short. But I'm taller than you.
0: Very funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. All right, back to the point, though. (laughs) Well, um, we have a three-game road trip. Yep. We go away for the NHL All-Star break. Pecorine Romagnosi, very deservingly so, going to represent the National Predators. So let's see how those three games go. Let's see. Let's see if we can't pick up any momentum going to the All-Star break and – Let's just score and win games.
1: Yep. Yeah. Let's wrap it up tomorrow with Florida. Hopefully, take home two points and finish the second half strong.
0: Because who doesn't love to sing Tim McGraw and the Black Keys after a goal is Oh, scored? exactly. Who doesn't love just it's... that bland two thousand nineteen nineties country mixed with oh, yeah. alternative rock? Who it's knew that that could have incredible. been double best combination oh, yeah. possible? Music
1: to my ears.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we got. So this is Jack Woods.
1: Danielle Danena. Thank you guys so much for listening.
0: And we'll be back.